ba 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 Hello, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Um, that little intro was Hip Hop Junkies by Nice and Smooth. What a tune. Do go and have a look for it on YouTube. I found a video of them performing on In Living Colour, which used to be one of my favourite programmes. And um, I was surprised to see that they were in double denim. And double denim is a difficult look. I'll go black denim trousers with a blue denim jacket. Never gone the full, you know, stonewash double ensemble. Um, but, I mean, who cares nowadays? Because I don't even wear anything remotely as stylish, interesting as that. Today, because I had to walk both the dogs, I left the house um, wearing a technical trouser, uh, a hoodie, um, a long coat and um, I had to pop around to my neighbour and so I put on a pair of Birkenstocks on my feet over my socks. So, I mean, there's just no point. Got two dogs, can't have nice things anymore, can't have nice clothes anymore. And this was borne out by the walk that we had because so if you're of a delicate disposition, uh, maybe fast forward by a minute, but I took both the dogs out. We did a six mile walk. Within the first 20 minutes, our older dog, Vinny, did something that anyone who has a dog that regularly eats grass will be familiar with. So he decided to go for a poo, but he couldn't complete his movement and ended up with... Um, a load of grass hanging out of his bum hole, which I then had to remove. Thankfully, you know, had my poo bags, poo bag over the hand, and you end up pulling them out like a magician pulls handkerchiefs out of his sleeve. It is just like the most depressing magic trick ever. So there was that. And then um, the dogs went sniffing behind a bush. And when I got there, they were eating what looked like poo that had come from a person. And the thing is about living in the countryside, people are like, oh, it's so beautiful, aren't you lucky? Isn't it stunning? When you really get into the detail on what it is to live in the sticks, there's some horrible stuff. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that, you know, people think it's all right to just chuck some lube out of their car window um, when they've been out for a bit of alfresco friskiness. Um, more than once I have found pants in the local woods. One time the pants had poo in them and my dog rubbed his face in it. Um, lots of the animals you see are dead. Dead badgers, pheasants, rabbits, you know, just roadkill everywhere. Uh, and sometimes people aren't very nice. Uh, one village, the village next door, <laughs> somebody stretched a pair of underpants over this little white kind of fencing you have to mark that you are entering the village just stretch with a gusset facing outwards grimbo um yeah so that was the start to my day a triple poo incident uh the third one was uh we walked past a field that had just been fertilized and my dog got into it and rubbed it over his body. So I had to hose him down outside the house when we got home. So I'm glad I wasn't wearing, you know, like a pair of Jimmy Choo's and some Balenciaga jeans or whatever. 
It's awful, isn't it? Have a look on my Instagram if you want to see just how bad I looked this morning. It's at Tony underscore J underscore Kent. So let's move on to Village News. In Village News, there was another fire. Somebody announced, I'm going to be having a fire and, and the road that they live on. But they said they were burning some stuff. I mean, what stuff? You know, whether I'm okay with this depends on what stuff you're burning. Is it like setting fire to your neighbour's garage? You're burning a, a big old pile of plastic? Human remains? Be more specific. I'm burning stuff is, is not a good sign. Um, the bingo was triumph at the village hall. A picture on there of everyone at the bingo with their eyes down. Oh, yes, they had a full house too. <laughs> no more bingo puns. And then somebody is, you know, people are giving away stuff as ever. But one caught my eye um, because somebody has a spare fridge freezer. Um, lots of people I know have a second fridge freezer. We have a second fridge freezer because dogs, uh, dog food has to go in the freezer. And um, yeah, the freezer in our kitchen just won't cut it, basically. It's not enough room for human and animal food. But they've taken a picture of their fridge freezer and the lighting makes it look like it's haunted. So there's a haunted fridge freezer that's going free. I'd be scared to open the doors on that. Um, and then what else has gone on? Bin news. So uh, we're having a debate in my household because the bin man did not cometh, did not take our garden waste, despite the fact we bought a permit. And I emailed the council and said, you did not cometh. And they said, we're very sorry, please leave the bin out. We will get one of our crews to come around and collect it. And now I am conflicted because um, we're the only house on the road that's got a bin out, which makes us look like one of two things. A, we're... Um, been novices we don't know what day it is but our neighbours know us so I think they they probably reckon now they, they know what day the bin goes out or B that we've had a domestic and it's like no it's your turn to take the bin in um you see this is what it's like you live in a village you've got fucking nothing nothing <laughs> you've got no conversation nothing it is like hmm they haven't brought their bin in I wonder if they're having a domestic so there's that going on and I've also discovered that because I've been talking about bins um, and my brother is now a bin man and I've been asking him via messenger, how's your new job on the bins? Um, I keep getting served with adverts for bin videos on YouTube. So uh, get ready for that. If you are listening to this, see if maybe it influences how your um, algorithm works. But on to today's hip-hop junkies. So this is Peace from Reasons to be Cheerful, part one. Don't buy it. Stay here and listen. I found that as I'm reading it, I'm going, oh, did I really used to think that? So, Basingstoke in the late 80s, a shimmering new town full of hope, opportunity and potential. Okay, maybe not that. A grey town centre populated by pigeons, a few punks still hanging on in there. They did just hang outside the Wimpy. I don't know when they left. Maybe I will find out and a writhing mass of teenagers wondering how the hell they were going to avoid marrying the dodgy kid next door or living with their parents. We worked as cleaners, skived as much school as possible and used fake ID to get into the glory that was Martine's, a nightclub under a car park. It was proper bloody grim. There's not many nightclubs 
I don't see, well, I don't know, maybe there are, but it stunk of piss outside as well as inside because it was underneath a car park and you had to walk down a slope to get in. Um, so, you know, during the day, or maybe after the club had closed, people would just urinate down the slope and up to the doors. Lovely. Um, we used to bust moves on the sticky dance floor there. I also almost vomited in my boyfriend's mouth. <laughs> oh, God. I might do an episode just about martinis. It was also hip-hop heaven. Given that pretty much every house on the estates that we lived in had either a satellite dish or a square reel, our televisual choices when it came to music changed from seeing Spandau Ballet on top of the pops to being able to watch 24 hours solid of MTV and how we embraced it. Yo MTV raps gave me hip hop history as well as a shopping list for the next time I ventured into London to buy a black leather medallion, okay, uh, from Camden Market or something on import from Tower Records. We danced badly, wished we had porches on which we could hang out, memorised lyrics and watched Boys in the Hood with the same intensity that we had watched The Breakfast Club with. Maybe it was a teenage desire to mark ourselves out as different and shock our parents, but we embraced the stories told by these films and the words of the songs as if they were our own, despite the fact that we live closer to Guildford than we did to a ghetto. I remember being engaged in a lengthy conversation with a man from the council who had come to fix our radiators. Right, this... Is that I remember being engaged in a lengthy conversation. Basically, what happened is this. The council were either fitting or fixing radiators in our houses because, you know, getting rid of the air heating. And I had stuck pictures from the newspapers of the LA riots on my wall um, because it was poorly what happened with the beating of Rodney King. And, you know, I, I put all these up and this um, bloke, basically came in and was a massive racist and was like why do you care about these people and why do you listen to this music and if you listen to this music you're going to turn out to be useless I mean when people talk about casual racism this was just actual being a massive racist um and we we had a I don't know I don't know exactly how the argument went but I think it was like that was a man getting almost beaten to death don't you think there's something wrong with that um, so he did have one point in that some of the language is not to everyone's taste. True, DMX in the family car on holiday was not a good choice for us. Um, and it, some artists do not promote healthy attitudes towards women, to live crew, anyone, R. Kelly, anyone. But music turning you into a loser? I don't think so. Hip-hop and rap music did not turn me into a misogynistic, gun-toting, police-hating, welfare-reliant, potty-mouthed hoodlum, as this man would suggest. It was quite the opposite. It gave me a medium to channel some of my adolescent fury, a way to indulge my love of language, and to revel in fast-paced lyrical gymnastics. It made me think about how words affect other people, and through albums like Three Feet High and Rising brought me a great deal of joy. It also meant that after leaving Microsoft, one of my first jobs was writing a rap for a software company. Winner! So it gave me the skills to pay the bills. Um, and it did. And I'm amazed that I have been paid to write poetry, um, been given commissions to create raps. I mean, probably for many people on the receiving end of those raps, they've gone, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. But 
rap and hip hop and all music has been something that has done nothing but good for me. So what do I wish for you today? Um, I wish that you get the time to go down your own rabbit hole of music. Um, you know, if you loved hip hop, I hope that you get a chance to check out some old school stuff. I hope that you discover that your children um, like similar music to you do. I found out my daughter likes Cypress Hill. I was so happy. I felt like I'd done a good job. And um, I hope that you will continue to share the podcast if you're enjoying it. Send it to someone that you think might like it. Thank you for everyone that um, was messaging me yesterday about the gigs that they've been to. Um, David Bowie. I mean, oh my God. I know people that went to see David Bowie, which means that I am uh, one one step away from having actually been. Um, but it's been great to get all the interaction and to hear from you and tell me your favourite hip hop track. I would like to know this and discover some new gold. I'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. <laughs>